All right, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Roundtable. This week, we have fellow Hokie and donut aficionado, Trevor Cohn. Trevor uh, got his PGA Tour card this year, so congrats to Trevor. Uh, won on the Corn Ferry Tour for the second time, had a couple top fives and tens, I believe, to get it to, uh, to come into 22nd on the money list, getting his PGA Tour card. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about his just journey to the tour, as well as getting some insight from his caddy and reoccurring guest on the podcast, Dan Woodbury, about just how they go about their rounds and you know what it's going to look like next year on tour. So I hope you guys enjoy and let's get right to the pod. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Roundtable. We have one very special guest, and then another kind of special guest, but not really. Um, special guest being Trevor Cohn, and the kind of not special guest being one of my very good friends, and reoccurring guest on the podcast, Daniel Woodbury, who's frozen right now. Um, very frozen. He is very frozen. He's incredibly I'm working frozen. on it. Oh, there I'm you. working on it. Oh, there you go. There you and go. where are you right now? I'm in Massachusetts. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, Trevor Cohn just got his PGA Tour card, finishing twentieth, twenty second, twenty second on yeah. the uh, Corn Ferry Tour money list. Congratulations! Congratulations! Everybody, golf clap! Golf clap! Very good. Um, and then we have the best looking PGA Tour caddy in the world, uh, Daniel Woodbury. Hoping, hoping to get that title at some point. Um, if, if not you, then I wonder who does currently have it. I know a couple guys. I know a couple guys. We'll see. A couple of studs. Couple of studs. <laughs> a couple of just good-looking cats out there. Too. Yeah. A couple of good events. A couple of good TV times. You know, we'll see what we do. Congratulations. You got to work on the cats, though. Yeah, you do. Congratulations on your uh, on your, your your new job. <laughs> Thank you. That's, Thank you. That's yeah. pretty fun. Did you have to pretty submit ex- a resume and go through an application process? Uh, you know, I did not. Uh, Maybe it was actually, an it was an on course interview. Is what it was. It was actually a funny story how it happened. Um, we were actually driving to dinner and Trevor's girlfriend was there who knows absolutely nothing about golf. And uh, we had not had the conversation yet. Um, I had a hunch. I wasn't sure where Trevor's head was at, but she kind of asked him, like, Trev, if you make it to the big tour, you know, what What are you going to do? Are you going to get a guy that's been out there or, or what's your plan? And I'm just sitting in the back seat. Like, what's <laughs> what is he going to say right now? And, uh, he just goes, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to ask the kid in the back seat if he wants to carry the bag. I'm like, dog, I'm all in. Let's do it. Yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, well, I I know we're going to get to you, you guys' relationship and all the caddy nonsense, but I want to first go off to Trevor this year you won once, but it's not the first time you've won on the corn fairy tour. Um, you won a couple of years ago. Um, so just talk to me about like, I, I think the people that like watch golf from like a, from far away, I think that if you win once on the corn fairy tour, you kind of have like, you just automatically get your PGA tour card, but that's very much not the case. You've yeah. got to put together like a lot of really, really good weeks. So like kind of like, you know, you win once you don't get your PGA tour card. What does that look like for you? Like going into a new season where it's like, okay, I've won once and that wasn't good enough. Like what did you kind of, do differently like this year where you were able to secure your card? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I kind of had the same mindset. Like every, you think if you went on corn Ferry, you're probably going to like win on or get to the next level, but I didn't play enough events that year. And I kind of told myself that's what it was. Like I only had, I think I only had like eight of eight regular season events before gotcha. I won. And so like, I kind of told myself like if I had a full season, I probably would have done it. But at the same time, it's so hard. And after doing it this year, it's like you still have to play really good golf. And I wouldn't say I played like great golf. I made a bunch of cuts. And then like two of the last three weeks of the season, I had like a top five and a top 10. So, I mean, really you need like four good weeks or three good weeks and a win. So uh, still hard to do, but yeah, glad to get it done. 
Yeah, it looks like, was it the Utah, the T5 in Utah that kind of locked it up for you? Uh, yeah, I didn't realize it at the time, but kind of like put me in a position to where 20th was going to be like hard to knock out. So right. I obviously dropped a couple after the last week of the season, but yeah, it was going to be, I think the like 21 through 28 needed to like really play well. But if I had known that it would have been like a little nicer in Omaha the week leading <laughs> up, but yeah. So what was it all of, uh, was it just all my grandma's car that you were driving around? Was that, was that the difference? The fact that you're driving my grandmother's car around in Utah? Is that what it, is yeah, that what it was? Yeah, that thing never left the driveway in Utah. <laughs> oh, it didn't? No. Oh, <laughs> damn it. We had AC, no. dog. We weren't, we weren't taking off <laughs> Yeah, dude, it was a little too hot for that. <laughs> I was really hoping that you were taking that to and from the golf course. Oh, no. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have let us through the gate, but... <laughs> Oh, come on. 2006 Land Rover was a beauty. I mean, it was a beauty, but it was a beauty. It's a beauty. Yeah. Oh, I got a photo of that on the, uh, on the YouTube. We might have to. Um, well, I know that, uh, you are really good friends with David Coker. Oh yeah. Um, so like, what was it like kind of having, or, or you, maybe you can explain it better to me. I, obviously Dave's not your only buddy out there, but having kind of like a core group of guys that you tra- like traveled with and played practice rounds with like week to week, like, is that kind of an integral part of the corn Ferry tour, like finding kind of a group of guys where you can just kind of go and do your thing. And like week to week, you know, you're going to have at least this is our practice round group, kind of like some sort of re- repeating kind of group every week. Is that like a beneficial thing? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's key on like any tour, any level you're at. Uh, Coker and I are actually splitting an Airbnb this week right now. It's probably in the living room. Like who the heck's he on the phone with? But uh, yeah, no, that's huge. Uh, gives you a little routine on like Tuesdays and Wednesdays to like figure things out and get a practice round in. Um, usually get like a little money game or something on the side, but it's always, it's always nice to have guys you can go out to dinner with and like shoot the shit, all that. And then kind of what's the difference between, I don't know, like I just started playing like mini tour golf and it's not the greatest thing ever. Yeah. If, if we're yeah. going to be honest about it, like it's, <laughs> It's a, it's a total grind and it's just like you, it's a pay and play kind of situation. Yeah. How big of a difference is it kind of going from like the mini tours to the corn fairy tour? Like what is, what's the mini, mini tours is organized gambling, right? It's organized. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Not <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It's yeah. just like a giant Calcutta basically. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the biggest thing is like you, you kind of know you have like a schedule. So like you, you're like traveling. And for me, like, it was always tough going to, like, G-Pros or whatever. I never played a minor league, but I imagine that's even tougher. Like, a one-day event, like, you basically just, I don't know, like, playing a skins game almost. Pretty much. Um, There's a like, portion in the minor league. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I'd say, like, the, the fact that you're actually, like, traveling to events and, like, flying and, like, staying in hotels, I don't know. There's, like, a whole week process is kind of more, like, you feel like you're actually in a tournament tournament setting, which is nice. But like, I don't know. G pros were always nice. Like three days, at least you're like, all right, this is kind of a tournament. Like you only get one practice round, but like, I don't know. You're, you know, most of the guys. So it's, it's not that bad, but like, I don't know. Some of the pins Gary, Gary puts out there a little, a little wild. I'm sure you can attest that chat Moss. I think Tom just had that experience. Yeah. I have no interest in talking about that tournament on this podcast. So we can just we shout can out Connor Burgess. Shout out Connor Burgess and shout out Mark yeah. for back to back Hokey winners on the G Pro Tour last couple of weeks. Boys are buzzing. Boys and are actually, buzzing. speaking of that, I kind of want to take two seconds and just ask Trevor because I'm just getting to know you as well as I know a lot of our audience. So, where'd you grow up? Played junior golf and obviously ended up at, at Virginia Tech with the Hokies. Uh, how that all go down and just give us a little backstory if you don't mind. Yeah. I mean, um, I grew up in Concord, North Carolina, just like suburb of Charlotte, um, play a lot of junior golf in the Carolinas, obviously in Virginia. Um, I ended up at Virginia tech cause like my best friend and his parents both went there. His old brother went there as well. So like I was at football games and all that like at an early age. So I kind of it was like predetermined by probably like sophomore year, whether or not I was going to go there. It really only came down to there and like University of Tennessee, but um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of wanted to get out of like I never wanted to go to Florida or anything. No offense to you guys, but like Florida is not my vibe really. So Fine. I wanted to get to like a 
cold weather spot personally. Fair play. Yeah. I mean, Jupe's not that bad, but like the rest of Florida. First off, Jupiter's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Jupiter's awesome. You love to, you love to die. You love to die. Yeah, the die is a rare place down there for sure. No, it's not as uh, we had a, we had a great as time. Most. Yeah, um, that actually may have been. No, we may have played before then, but I think that may have been the first time we actually ever teed it up together. Either there or, Black, or there or Blacksburg Country Club, one of the two. It was probably Blacksburg. But. It was probably Blacksburg, but yeah. Um. Well, so Danny, I'm gonna get you involved. Yes, sir. What is your biggest attribute? As a caddy, <laughs> Whew, I'm a vibes guy, Tom. I mean, you know I, this. I'm a vibes guy. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I, Trev. Trev makes life pretty easy out there. He's pretty low maintenance, so for me, it's really just keeping him comfortable and just shooting the shit, really, um, and just keeping it light. Um, there's a little bit golf wise that'll come in just kind of talking through stuff which is more of just letting him talk through it rather than me giving advice um yeah i mean he's really good at what he does and i just kind of am in there for that second opinion if he needs it and just kind of keep it light and he's really good on the mental side of things too um we kind of talk about that a little bit out there and i'll try to give him some of my little trinkets and stuff like that that i got going on to do what I can to help. Don't know if it does, but we try. Um, but no, it's it's pretty easy to to work for him and to to carry the bag for him because he flushes it, hits a lot of greens, and makes it pretty. You know, actually, he doesn't make it stress free. I can't say that. He's really good at making it uh, pretty nervy. Um, but no, it's it's fun. I, I love being out there. Um, so yeah, it's it's good time. Good time hanging out with him, and it's awesome. Obviously, when we play well and get in the mix. I've got something is I've I've briefly caddied for a friend out there as well. And like, what what's kind of your, like, where do you go from being like, all right, I'm just going to try and cheer him up to like, all right, I need to step in and, and make a decision or a call or help out with this from a purely from a golf standpoint. Like what's, what's something that you definitely uh, are helping with like golf was. Um, Cause it's hard. It's like a weird thing where you're like, I, I don't know if I should, it is something it where is. it's going to kind of throw them off track or you guys have been together for a while. Now you have a kind of a flow with it, but this year, both the events I've done have been at elevation, um, which makes things harder. Um, cause he doesn't know how far it's going and I don't know how far it's going. <laughs> um, so we're really, we're really good at guessing. What are you talking about? Um, we played so many events all summer at elevation. You should have been so dialed. Bro, he flushes it way better than me and you. So, hey, maybe um, you. Maybe you. But but no, I think what I learned in Salt Lake City, which I think helped me a bunch, um, was I started tracking like how far shots were going. Um, so I, if I would find where it pitched and where it landed, and I'd jot down on the pin sheet like, "Hey, nine iron flew, one sixty two, little downwind, hit it great." Um, just so that way, like in the future, I can reference that and go back to it and be like, "Hey, man, like." you're thinking pitching wedge here, you're nine iron on this hole and X. Um, That's kind of what I was asking. Like where like the caddy is both a companion and an, like there to help with that kind of stuff. So like when, when it's, when it's, you know, you're a guy you don't know that you're working for, it's just almost automatically you're just like doing that kind of stuff. But when it is a friend that you're getting for, that's the line is kind of blurred. That's kind of what I was getting. At. Yeah. No. And I think Trev can agree or deny, but I think I'll agree. I think the reason we work so well together is we're both like very honest with each other and like, we don't take things personally. And like, I'll let him know when I fucked up and he'll let me know when I fuck up and it's, we'll try to fix it. We'll try to make sure like, Hey, let's not make this mistake again, which Salt Lake city, there was a couple of shots where it was like, Hey, like <laughs> probably should have hit a different club there. And like walking after the shot, we just, can, can, can we, can we talk specifics? What, 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 what was, what happened? Tell us, where, where Trevor tell us first and then Dan yeah. defend yourself. I want Trevor's opinion first and then Dan can talk. I mean, well, there's one class, you know, it's no, no. I want Trevor's opinion first and then you can talk. <laughs> no, I think the one shot he's probably talking about is like, it's honestly my fault too. Like just as much as is because I, I don't keep track of that stuff. I have now that we did it in Salt Lake, but like we hit a, pitching wedge on like the 10th hole 
one day and I don't even remember how far we were on we had. camera. We were on camera. Yeah, we were on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like flushed this thing and I'm like, kind of looks like it's going to be short, but I said, be right. Cause I thought it was like good. Yeah. And the pen's like 20 paces on. So like middle of the green, like just past middle. And I hit this thing and it lands like three paces short of like front edge. And we're like, I was like, what the fuck just happened? Came out 25 yards short. It wasn't like close. I hit it perfect. And I was like, damn, well, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and then we get off the green and Dan's like, yeah, you hit a nine iron, like however far I'm on six or something. And we probably should have hit nine. <laughs> it was literally it was literally the same exact number we were trying to hit it and he hit yeah. the nine iron that same exact number like five holes prior um that was that was the big one and then there was another one on a par five trying to like sling hook a seven iron out of the rough that like if you're hitting a high draw downwind out of the rough it's gonna go and Shit. wasn't trying to get it to the flag was just trying to get it to the front and it was an eight iron, maybe a nine iron, like all day long and hit seven iron and just hit it into a dead spot. Like had no chance. Yeah. Um, but those are, those are the two big ones. Yeah. yeah. There was a putt. I remember, I mean, a, as a golf fan, as a, and as also a fan of Trevor, I was, uh, I was, I was watching a lot of that last day in uh, wh- where was the last regular season event? Omaha. Omaha. So 17 in Omaha. It was I like it. pretty. Yeah. It's like a pretty short par four, correct? You hit it like short right. You had to kind of like chuck it over. Oh, you're thinking Salt Lake. Oh, Salt Lake. Is that Salt Lake? Okay, never mind, Salt Lake. So there was a putt uh, on on 17 where I don't know who read it, and I'm going to ask who the fuck read that putt because whoever (laughs) read it was wrong as shit. The one that broke like hard right? Correct, and you you literally hit it to break left? No, 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 no. no, no, It was was not even close to going (laughs) in. No, so I, I would like I would like some 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 clarification on who um, that butt. So so that my good. perspective was you. <laughs> my perspective, he like asked me like, "What do you think?" And I looked at it from both sides, and I'm like, "It didn't look like it was going to move that much." But the way he asked me, I was like, "He like I thought he felt it was fairly straight." So I was thinking in my head like he thinks it's inside left. So I'm like in his ear being like, you think it's just a little outside? Mm. And I don't know where he ended up playing it, but it was like at least a cup. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I got thrown off because it was like the cup was kind of cut like towards the other direction. And I was like, this is weird because I feel like if I get too much break, I'm just going to look like an idiot the other way. And it's going to like hey, stay out there. And I'm going to miss like a cup left. <laughs> and sure enough, I missed like a cup and a half right anyway. Oh God. I was literally sitting there watching that exact hole with my dad. And I was like, he's going to make it. It's, it's going to, he's going to bury it. He's going to get his PGA tour card. Like, I don't care. Like it's going to go in. And then I was just like, wow, that didn't even sniff the fucking hole. <laughs> like, damn it. I mean, anyone who's caddied knows that just like, so any golfer, like everybody misreads putts, but especially when you're caddy and you're like, this is my, like, I'm not even hitting the putt. Like I better get the read somewhat. Right. And you just give yeah. them it and you're just like, Oh my yeah. God. When the ball takes yeah. off to the ball. I mean, Sadly, I, I, I had like a good putt too, and I was like, "You had a great putt. It rolled end over end. Like it was, yeah. it was a great putt." Yeah. I also, I, I do not watch Trevor putt. Um, well, fun fact: um, <laughs> don't watch him putt. No, Close your eyes. No, you're, no, you're, no. A, you're an audio caddy. I'm an audio guy. I'm a big audio guy. Okay. Um, mainly on the shorter ones. Um, I'll, I'll yeah. stay at the ground. I'll, I'll do whatever. I, I do not like watching. Very um, respectful. Fair play. Fair play. So, well, looking forward to your new career on the PGA Tour, have you chatted with any guys that have been out there so far? Just kind of like what the difference is, like going from Corn Ferry to PGA Tour kind of level golf courses at all? Uh, not really. I need to uh, – I reached out to Johnson Wagner. He's yep. a tech guy who's been out there a while because uh, he lives in Charlotte. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to try and, like, get lunch with him or, like, get on a phone call with him when I get back after uh, – Evansville next week and and see what kind of insight he can give me. Uh, I mean, I don't think it'll be that much different. Like, it'd be a different story if I was like 25, 26, making like my first year out there. Yeah. But I think having been in professional golf for quite a while now, it's going to be a little easier. I don't think it'll be like quite as shell shocked by everything, but who knows? First PJ tournament, it's going to be my first PJ tournament. So, like, 
it's probably still gonna be a little crazy. I saw that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Uh, I would think most guys, you know, that have been on KFT, maybe you know, had played a, a tour event or two. So that's great that you're uh, coming right out of the gate getting your first one in. I was curious about your schedule and how you put that together. Is it set for at least the next few months, or is it uh, still kind of in the works? Um, obviously, the the new season starts just in a few weeks with uh, Tom's favorite tournament the Fortnite, <laughs> as he calls it will you be in napa for the uh season kickoff yeah so i'll be in napa and then uh most of the ones you think of like sanderson yeah. i think i'd get in anderson. i think i'd get in like most of them except uh the shriners is really hard to get into yeah that's oh, really okay. Vegas, right that's Vegas. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite quotes from our buddy curtis last year when he got his tour card he said it, nobody tells you that when you get your tour card, you have conditional status on the PGA tour. <laughs> you just don't yeah. just go to every tournament and tee right. up. <laughs> yeah. So, so, is it, so I guess and he finished like 21 or 23, maybe I think. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of the same deal as you, as you, but he, I mean, he obviously played a lot of events, but he was like, wow, this is kind of a bummer. Like I didn't really know that until literally right now, <laughs> like right when he was at the orientation or whatever. Yeah. I guess it's, it's kind of hard. Like even like Maya Koba, I've heard it's kind of tough to get into, but then the other ones in the fall are like, the Zozo, which is like basically mm. an invitational, and then the CJ Cup, which is also an invitational. So, yeah. like, other than that, I should have a good chance to get in most of yeah, them. You've got Houston, RSM. Yeah. And then uh, you maybe YLI. Maybe you get out to Hawaii for the YLI tournament. So, yeah, I haven't really thought about like once you get to January, but like, yeah, pretty much all of those to end the fall and right. then the first few in the, in the fall, I should get in. Sure. So is it kind of like the corn fairy tour? There's like a reshuffle. Like if you play well enough in the first few, like you kind of get into the next section. Yeah. Like I think after the fall, there's a reshuffle of everyone. So gotcha. yeah. yeah. Also, uh, I reached out to Bill Lester today and he will Shut be at the Fortnite. fucking mouth. No, you he'll, did not. He'll be at the Fortnite championship. So pretty fired up about that. Wow. Like for people that don't know, Bill Lester is a is a hack and hokey, a, 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 just a guy that's big supporter of the Virginia Tech golf team. Phenomenal human being. Great um, guy. Happy to see him. Great guy. Wow, that's that's phenomenal. I'm pumped for that. That's great. So, are we going to get some tickets to a PGA Tour event? <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, if if not the Honda, then I mean, come if on. not the Honda, <laughs> I'll literally kill. I'll, I'll I'm not going to kill you, Trevor, but I'll kill Dan. I'll, I'll literally no, kill Dan. I'll kill Dan and, and then try to get his job. And then I'll, yeah. get his job. I'll carry the bag that week. If, if if Dan somehow doesn't shows up missing, I'll carry the bag. Very aggressive call, dude. No, I don't think anyone wants part of the bear trap. <laughs> It's a good point. It's a good yeah. point. Um, all right. Well, I have to ask because I've watched, I, I think that like the last few events of like the corn fairy tour season have to be like, I mean, if it's not Q school, that's the most pressure packed. I think it has to be the last three weeks of the corn fairy tour season when the guys are like vying for like the top 25. What was it like kind of being on the bubble? Like, cause you were a bubble boy. For yeah. Like pretty much the entire back half of the corn fairy season, you were a bubble boy. So, like, what is that like teeing it up every week? Just being like, if I play well, like I'm playing for my PGA tour card. Yeah, I mean it's kind of wild. Like it's hard to think about because you're you're playing so many events at the end of the year that are all like you gotta make so many birdies that it doesn't even matter. Like you're literally just trying to make as many birdies as you can. And if you're not, then you're like, I'm gonna miss a cut. So like yeah, not a big deal. And even if you shoot like 10 under some of those weeks you're finishing like 40th. So it's like, that's not going to help me either really. So it was easier to like, I think that was easier in the sense of like being a bubble boy on KFT rather than like PGA tour, probably where PGA tour you're grinding and you can like make pars and stay in it. And like, there's, I feel like there's more pressure up there probably than for us. Cause we're just once again, like firing at flag sticks, trying to make putts. Um, but I didn't really think about it until like you were talking with like those last few holes in Utah, like, cause other than that, I knew I wasn't like super close. And then I feel like once I looked at a leaderboard on like 16 that week on Sunday, I was like, if I make one more birdie, I think we're like golden. Mm -hmm. And so like I'm sitting there on 16 and I'm so nervous the last three holes. Like I had like a 10 footer on 16 straight uphill and I left it short. And then I remember 17. I watched it. Oh yeah. 
<laughs> I lived it. It's all right. No big deal. And then like 18, we had like a 25 footer and I'm like, there's just no chance this is going in or like getting to the hole. Cause it was straight downhill. And I was like, I have to guard on points. So like have to, yeah, no, I was kind of, and it was short, right? Like a foot and a half. And you just tapped yeah. it in. It was, it was yeah. a really solid two putt. It was a great two putt. That's a great Sorry, I was gonna say, like that's a great perspective saying that like you, the tour guys are probably more nervous because like it's almost like the corn fairy guys are on the outside looking in. So like and especially if you're just birdie fest, it's almost like you're trying to yeah. come back from way behind. You're just yeah, you have one thing to do, and if you do it, yeah, I got a I got a great piece of advice from a a, a buddy that well not a buddy he's he's fifty years old, but he played like a like a handful of PGA tour events a long time ago, and he was just kind of saying like when he would show up to Mondays. He would he play with like really young guys that were always nervous in the first tee. It's like, dude, why are you nervous? Like you're not in the event yet. Yeah. Like there's no there's no point in being nervous now. Like be nervous on like the first tee of like the PGA Tour event, or the Corn Fair event that you Monday yeah. for. That yeah. kind of thing is is that kind of like the same vein of thinking? No, I mean I think it's the same way. Like you have to be in Mondays. Like you in Mondays you're not you shouldn't be nervous really until you get to like 15, 16, 17, 18. If you're like six seven under and you have to make like one more birdie then it gets a little nervous but yeah i mean i think it's the same uh same mindset and then corn fair you even if you don't get it you're like oh i can still get it in one of these three finals events like yeah pga tour you lose your card you're like i guess those guys technically still come back here but it's like a lot more detrimental yeah what are the finals also, like for you as someone who has their card sorry rosie i didn't mean to jump you there but what, so like you're just basically playing for for what to to can you still improve your ranking? Yeah, so like the 25 of us are kind of shuffling between buying if yeah. 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 And you're only so, Okay, so it's like you guys are only competing with each other on on points, right? Yeah, we're not on the finals points list. Like we're just accumulating more on top of ours. Gotcha. So gotcha. like ours don't start so over. It starts where you you don't start fresh for finals and okay. No. Yeah. So Sepp Straka came out and said like he like couldn't feel his hands or his feet or something coming down yeah. the stretch. Like how many times have you felt that? Like, I don't know if it might not be like, you can't feel your hands, you can't feel your feet, can't feel your legs, but like how many times has, especially like the last few events of the season, did you get to a point where you're like, Holy fuck, I got to do something. And like, I'm nervous as shit. I mean, it would have been a lot different if I hadn't <laughs> made like as many birds as I did in Utah, I guess going yeah. into Omaha, but like, I didn't really know where I stood all week in Omaha because I didn't have the app downloaded and I didn't check it. Uh, but like, it's probably smart. Yeah. Because yeah. I knew like 20 was like obviously a pretty good position, but um, I don't know. I just say those last three holes in Utah were like as nervous as I've ever been in my life. Did you like not figure like what, like what, what did you feel in those three? No, I mean, it's just the normal stuff. Like my heart just, was like pounding out of my chest and I was like trying to breathe and like, steady my hands on the putts but other than that it was fine like yeah. i did have like a 30 yard chip shot and i was like please don't jump this like, yeah dude i'm not gonna lie when i had nerves just watching <laughs> through the tv i was like please get it over the bunker and yeah i'm sure dan had some uh dan had some nerves on that dan was dan was here like this it's like oh my god please, please. <laughs> look at the other way on 17 it was like Trevor's an unbelievable ball striker and good putter, and his chipping has gotten a lot better. Um, but like all week, <laughs> working up saying it. That's a really nice all, way of saying it. All all week working up to the event, like we're they have this unbelievable practice facility for short game there, and we're like he's just hitting a bunch of chips, trying to figure it out, get it better, and kind of get some some confidence in him. And then of course that Sunday on seventeen, I'm like this this is it right here. Like this is why. We're, we've been working on it and you've been you've been getting it better and he had a good shot he got a bad bounce and ended up going to 12 feet but it was fine um but no one thing i will say is i've never heard him tell me that he's nervous um and he told me the first time ever i've probably done 15 or so events i think we counted a couple weeks ago um and on friday we had camera crews out there and we're walking out 15 he goes I went from being like camera crew, like just kind of not nervous, but just like, Hey, like cameras are here to, I need to make this cut nervous. And I'm like, dude, you haven't told me you've been nervous on a golf course ever. Um, and it ended up being bogeyed 16 was on the cut 
with two holes to go on the number and the dude balled out and birdied the last two to make it not even matter. So I'm trying to find the text that you sent me because you sent me a text like verbatim. You're like the first time I've ever had Trevor tell me I was nervous. I was on 15 and it made me a hundred percent more nervous. <laughs> was, like, yeah. what was, was the vein of the tax and I'm trying to find it, but it was just so funny. It was, it was so funny. It was so funny. But luckily we were playing, we actually were playing with Coker um, that day, which obviously good vibes helps and him and his caddy are two great dudes. And after we made the putt on 17, which was not an easy putt, I uh, went up to Coker and his caddy I was like, this walk up 18 just got a lot easier. So, yeah. yeah. So what was it like in it was Omaha, right? It was the last. No, no, you're in Omaha right now. Yeah, no, Omaha was the last. Omaha one. was the last one. So what was it like, kind of after Omaha, you hold the last putt, you know you're gonna have your PGA Tour card. Like, what was that celebration like? Because I, as a golf fan, like I, I watch, I make sure that I watch the last of them, the Corn Ferry, every year, just because just to get see like the joy in everybody's face when like they have their PGA Tour card. What was that celebration like? What was that afternoon like? Like, what did you do? Like, did you, how long were you at the course afterwards? Was it just a big party scene or like, did you go like, like, what was that like? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't as crazy as you think it is. Like, I mean, I feel like it would have been a lot crazier if I was like 23, 24, 25. Yeah. But even still being like 22, it wasn't like, I kind of knew where I stood the whole day going in, like, cause I didn't have any, like, I didn't have any, uh, what do you want to call it? Like notion of where I stood going in. And I was like, it's, I told my caddy, I was like, at some point you're going to have to tell me if I like need to kick it in the gear or if we're all right, like just hanging loose. And so like that never, that point never came. So it's like, obviously we're all right. Uh, especially if you're not playing great on Sunday, but, uh, and afterwards was pretty sick. <laughs> <laughs> afterwards was pretty sick. I mean, I, I don't know. I didn't like, I got the beer shower and like sick to have all my buddies there and my dad um, and my girlfriend. That was one of the most epic beer showers too. I the, yeah. the, the Instagram reel that the Corn Fairy put out with everybody just kind of showering you was awesome. Dude, there's a picture like Coker was the first one in there and he like sprayed it and it went straight into my left eyeball. Like, <laughs> and uh I couldn't see for like a couple minutes, but uh, the greatest problem. Like, all right, Trevor, now we're gonna take your tour ID photo for your PGA card. <laughs> you're just like, all right, cool, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a special day in golf. I kind of wish you know we've talked on this podcast a bit about how the PGA Tour schedule with 47, 48 events is a little oversaturated. I think it'd be so cool if one day they just there was an off. It was a bye week that this. Corn, corn fairy finale happened and everyone could focus on how cool it is to see guys finish it off get their cards because it's it's a special day in golf it really is yeah yeah it's kind of like the usam like i saw somebody tweet the other day like they shouldn't have the finals of the usam like up against the a playoff final yeah. round of like the bmw or whatever it was yeah because um, those guys deserved like it's kind of cool to watch that that final match but yeah i'd agree i don't know if they could ever do it but <laughs> Hey, Trevor, I've got a question. So uh, I, I grew up playing junior golf with, with Lonto Griffin, and uh, okay. he, he was out on the grind all through his 20s, much like you. It looks like you're 29 years old. Is that correct? Yeah. And uh, I, he got his PJ Tour card, if I'm not mistaken, at 29 for the first time after many years on Latin America Tour, Corn Ferry, mini tours. And he was very public about you know, doubting whether he was going to go on. And he said he had told many people, his closest friends and family, that that last year on the Corn Ferry Tour was going to be his last year and he was going to move on and do something else. Um, did you ever have any of those thoughts? I mean, I, I feel comfortable asking you this now because you got yeah, a PJ yeah. Tour card in your back pocket. But uh, um, had, had you gotten to that point at all or were you still just focused on what's next? No, I mean, I, I was kind of realistic when I turned pro that like, I was only going to give it like a certain number of years. And uh, like, uh, I mean, I never really had any like crazy sponsor money or anything like that. So it wasn't going to, whenever it ran out, it was going to run out. So um, I'd say it was probably going to be this year, or next year, maybe. Yeah. It, it wasn't, uh, I don't know. I was getting to the point where like I'd played so poorly the last couple of years that like I wanted to either start making money and like move on with life or, 
get to the next level. So there's really only two options, but obviously I, I took the the better one right now. Yep. So hopefully we'll see if it keeps going, but don't yeah. have to worry about it for, for now. Yeah. So yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know he did that at the same age, but yeah, he, actually, he was, um, yeah, he was 29. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. Yep. He won. He was. Uh, I think he had missed six of his last seven cuts on the Corn Ferry Tour. Makes a cut on the number in Nashville, then goes out and posts 62. Follows it up with a 68. Wins, yeah. and then plays well enough to get his card. But yeah, he had told his mom, his best friends, like, "This is it. I'm gonna finish out this Corn Ferry year, and I'm done." And he he said he was dead serious. And yeah, he's, yeah. he's a Blacksburg boy. He is a Blacksburg boy. Yep, a little Blacksburg yeah, he connection there. Yeah, actually sent Dan like a uh, pretty good message after. Was that yeah, after you saw Dan? Uh, yeah, he uh, he was just DM me on Instagram. Um, I had one of my buddies just put up a picture of me on TV, and I reposted it. Um, and he just reached out saying, you know, we had so me and Trev had met him once, literally one time. Put a nine hole practice round with him back in like 2018. Hmm. Um, that was probably that I last. That was probably that last Corn Ferry year, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, real sentimental back in the day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, he just DM'd me saying, hey, like, was pulling hard for you boys. Um, you know, Trev's got it. You know, he's he's playing well. He's swinging great. And he just kind of talked about the pressure and to embrace it and that, you know, it doesn't really go away once you get out to uh, the big tour because there's always, you know, that next step, the next milestone. So he's just kind of kind of gave some nice words. And it was out of nowhere, too. Um, so it's awesome cool. to, awesome to see him kind of supporting a, a Blacksburg, Blacksburg kid like Trav and, you know, rooting him on. So that was, that was kind of cool to, cool to see. Shout out Lanto. Yeah. Big, um, big props for him. So <clears throat> I, if you can't answer this question, please just tell me you can't and I'll cut the entire thing from the pod, but <laughs> I know, but, but I was talking to Dan and you guys were in a cart driving with a rules official or something a couple weeks ago talking about uh denver like denver yeah like the corn fairy finals like how they're going to be changed in the next few years with like the pga tour cards like five auto cards for finals or so- something is different right am i way off base no i mean i think i'm allowed to talk about it i don't know who knows i could get in trouble who cares uh so like my only question is like <laughs> like you've been on the <laughs> sick nobody listens to this fucking podcast no the no. pga tour <laughs> officials i don't think <laughs> i don't think I, no nobody important listens to us but um, how we want it. <laughs> but i was gonna say um my even, dad listens to us he's important okay oh what? i'm sorry i apologize everybody that's listening i'm really sorry apologies to jack um but i was saying like you've been on the corn fairy tour for what three years now ish uh, yeah, three full seasons. Three, yeah. three full seasons, correct? So yeah. um, you've obviously been through like the end of the season and finals and shit. Like, how do you think that that new five brand new PGA Tour cards for finals is going to change? Like, for guys like trying to get on the Corn Ferry Tour or get on the P- is it is it going to help guys? Is it going to hurt guys? Is it going to make it harder, easier? Like, in your opinion, what is that going to change? Uh, I think it's going to be. I mean, I think it's going to be about the same. Like, I don't think the points are that much different from 25 to 30, but it's going to be tougher because it's going to be kind of like a, a FedEx cup where like the points are way higher and they're moving. I think they're moving it to like these finals events are the end of the regular, like the, just the end of the season. Oh, so, okay. like, I didn't know that. Okay. I think that's what it's going to be. I don't know. Um, okay. So it's going to be like way higher point totals and they're going to matter more, but they're going to contribute to the 30 cards. So like there's not going to be cards and then more cards for finals. Obviously. It's just going to be 30 straight cards and the yeah. last few are just going to be worth a lot more. Yeah. So okay. it's going to be a lot more interesting, I think. But okay, Because so, my question was going to be, okay, so if 25 guys get their card and then like, you know, you got five more cards to give. Yeah. How is that going to change? But if, if it's all going to be one thing, it's not going to make too much of a difference. So, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I think Tom, I think the interesting thing that we had talked about was we had like, a, we had like a 45 minute conversation about this driving in the middle of Utah. So, <laughs> it was, it was, um, it's on our Patreon. 
<laughs> with uh, with the new Q school giving out five PGA Tour cards, um, that kind of incentivizes guys. If you don't get one of those thirty cards, um, hey, you can go to finals and get try to try to get a chance at one of those five cards. And then it was kind of like the issue of like, do we have to pay six thousand dollars to go sign up for this? Um, and then there was also just stuff about where you keep your corn fairy card when do you have to go back to q school um stuff like that um yeah i i think it's it more tour cards the better right no like now that i know that it's it's going to be like just 30 cards end of the season like i'm all for it because i thought that stuff was going to get kind of hanky when it was like 25 and then five more with five pga tour cards like i just that didn't make a lot of sense to me, but now that I know it's all just 30 cards in one season, it makes a lot more sense. So, yeah. yeah. Um, But then the other question I had was, I don't know how glued to your phone you were today, but the PGA tour came out with some announcements. Did you you see those announcements? I did see those announcements. So are you pretty pumped to have $500,000 just in your bank account, no matter what next year? (laughs) I have no comment. I'm going to keep my comments to myself on that that press release. I heard today. Dan's fee went up a little bit. Yeah, uh, I think Dan, Dan, is Dan like 10% every event now? or Yeah, that 500K is 10%, right? <laughs> Dan's like, nice. Dude. Sick. Uh, yes. That's great. Oh, that's so funny. God. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be an interesting thing. Like the more the more people look into it, like I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. I'll say that. Yeah, and then also, I'm not going to ask you your opinion on Live Tour because I think that's just rude. So I'm not going to do that. But I am. Shout out to boy Scott Vincent for for one. Shout, yeah, yeah. Shout out Scott Vincent. Therefore, I'm not going to ask your opinion on Live Tour at all. But I am going to ask: um, Do you think that the Live Tour has made the PGA Tour a fucking awesome place to work? <laughs> because yeah, dude, competition like, breeds excellence. Because I, because like it, looking back as like a as a watcher of golf right now, and I and I want I want to be out there. I'm gonna do my best to get out there. But like as a watcher of golf, I'm looking at these guys on the PGA Tour. They're just like I'm just gonna sit back and hang out and just watch my job get immensely more fun and like more profitable because of what's going on. Do you feel somewhat the same way? Yeah, I mean it's got to be similar to like obviously competition helps in any sort of like business or whatever, but, uh, I think the players benefit so much more because, uh, the PGA tour is going to have to keep adapting and, and like, who knows if there's going to be other tours that come about, but like, I don't know. I think today is like a step in the right direction for sure. Yeah. It, it helps, uh, helps the guys on the lower end of the FedEx cup for sure. Yeah, I love the uh, obviously the five hundred thousand dollars is huge, but uh, also love the five thousand dollars for a missed cut. Um, you know, you hate to think about guys out there trying to make it. You know, their first year out there, two, three, four missed cuts in a row, and they're just forking out cash. And at least yeah. they can cover their costs with that five grand there. Yeah, no, I think arguably that one's more important than the the five hundred because that makes more sense to me than than the other part. But like, yeah missing cuts and stuff. Um, I'm learning pretty quickly that we're not going to uh, podunk places anymore, or like small towns and the, the hotels aren't like 80 bucks a night. So it's like, <laughs> there's no, there's no yeah, motel six in, in Napa. I'm, I am positive that Dan is going to find himself a 90 buck a night hotel. I'll right be now. right there with him, dude. I'll be right there with him. Dude. <laughs> um, also like another thing with that, like Trev, how many events have you played this year? This year? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, 20 something, 21, yeah. 22. So, so it's like if you're on the road for like 20 weeks out of the year, that's obviously PJ Tour is more events, but like that's expensive, right? Like, yeah. Obviously, you're hoping not to miss all 20 cuts, but like, I mean, dude, like you probably spend what, like three grand in, no, not three grand, two grand, no, no, travel and shit. Like, yeah, probably three grand in like, travel and expenses and like hotel stays and stuff yeah i mean probably out here you probably spend depends where you are i mean some places are a little more expensive but like you factor in caddy if you're not factoring caddy then it's probably i'm probably spending like 1500 maybe 
and then maybe you, just less than 50. And then you factor in caddy and it's closer to 2,500, three. Yeah. Yeah. Doing that three times or 20 times a year. Like you can do the math. It's, it's not cheap. Yeah. That five grand does a ton week to week. For sure. Like I have like a crazy, crazy amount. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so what is your, uh, what's your practice round group going to look like next year? It's going to be you. Coker. No it's going to be you and Coker, obviously. Yeah. After and then, he wins this week. And then, yeah, after he wins this week, it's going to be fun. I mean, it's, I'm just assuming he's going to get his PGA Tour card because he's so good at golf. Um, he's, I think he is. Yeah, he's going to. But so, like, if you if you could fill in the other two spots, who's he going to be? Uh, me, Coker, John Rom, <laughs> John Rom, yeah. and Justin Thomas. Easy. Rory. Uh, Rory. <laughs> no, I mean, for me, it's probably like the two guys that I think I'm probably closest to that I haven't seen in forever because they've been out there for a while. They're probably like JT Poston and uh, Denny McCarthy. Yeah. So I forgot I mean, maybe like anywhere boys. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. Like I'm not like yeah. super close with them, but back when no, we were but you guys came up, you guys came up around the same time, played college together. And yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Maybe Harold. Harold. I don't know if I could take myself seriously enough out there with Harold. <laughs> what a great call on Harold Varner. Wow. Yeah. I guess, yeah, you guys both grew up around the Charlotte area around yeah. the same time? Uh, yeah, he he's, was a senior when I was a freshman. So. Okay, a little older, yeah. 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 But he, uh, I don't know, he might be too big time for me now. <laughs> we'll get Brendan and Johnson on uh, <laughs> Puerto Rico. Yeah, Puerto Rico open, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope Johnson remembers the night that me and him had in Blacksburg, but he might be my favorite human that I've ever met. He's just a man, an unbelievable person. He's sweet. He's yeah. sweet. Um, <clears throat> well, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you your top five donuts in the United States before we get off the pod. <laughs> I need top five. So for people that don't know, and for people that didn't follow Trevor through his college career and his, his, his uh, professional career, Trevor loves to go to, different cities in the United States and try a bunch of different donuts. And he rates them just like Dave Portnoy does pizza. So I would really like to know where do I need to go get a donut? Dude, sadly enough, I've kind of like stopped doing it. Shut so your I, mouth. I mean, I I'm starting to get back into it. Shut your on. mouth. <laughs> you do not tell me that Trevor. Yeah. Trevor, so, that pit money. <laughs> I don't know if That's I have right. like a bunch of good places across the country. Cause I don't remember them. Oh. I did. I did most of them like in Charlotte, but I. All right, I fine. Give me you. top three donuts in Charlotte. Uh, Joe's Joe's was pretty good. It's, it's, it's actually not open anymore, unfortunately. Wow, well, tells you tells you how much my power rankings means. I'll go, I'll world, go fuck myself then. I guess I'm gonna go fuck myself. Um, what's the place in Jupe? There's actually a really good donut shop. Donut. Jupe Donuts is. Jupe Donuts is. I had that yeah. this morning. Did you really? Yeah, I'm jealous. And Boynton, I had the, the, the Boynton location. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'll give you my my favorite donut though. Like, give me my your favorite. The, donut. It's like a it's a blueberry cake from pretty much anywhere. Like blueberry cake from anywhere doesn't matter. Yeah, loves his Krispy Kreme hot and ready too. Mm. Yeah, it's hard to beat. So you were the one guy on the team that would actually go with Jay when he saw a Krispy Kreme hot and ready sign. Oh, absolutely. Dude. <laughs> so, you, so you would, you would tag along in that van ride to yeah. Jay ready. Come on, junior. We're getting some donuts. <laughs> oh, oh, donuts on me. <laughs> I'm probably going to cut this from the pod, but you're not going to believe who was the fucking head rules official at the gym. Oh, dude, I saw, I saw you, all the Oh yeah. Oh. I've never been more pissed off in my life than playing the practice round. And I hit a wedge to like a couple feet on like 14 or 15. And behind me, I just hear junior. Oh my God. Like, really? Bitch. You're- Did you hear what he said to Joey? If we're going to no. cut this, we can say whatever. Um, he told Joey that Trev needed to birdie the last two in Omaha on Sunday to get his tour card. Dude, Connor Burgess has a video of him like standing, like he's like putting on the green. And he's got his phone like kind of like this. And it's just him in a golf cart talking about how he won like the 1984 state open. And he's like, you know, I shot 68 
71, 71, <laughs> 72. Those boys couldn't hold a candle to my shit. And, and I was, I was like, first off, no, that golf tournament was cut to 27 holes. It was, you played one round of golf and then you played nine holes and then it got rained out and you shot. It was also the senior. And you, yeah, it was a senior open and you shot one under par and you won. And that just, it just drove me absolutely fucking nuts. I hate that guy so much. I hope he listens to this. Was he wearing the full khaki fit one of the days? No, no. (laughs) But you know what I'm going to do is right where you say full khaki fit. I've got a a picture of me in full khaki making fun of Jay at Blacksburg, but I'm going to splice into this and that you you can see the full khaki (laughs) fit. It's, it's. Yeah, nice. it's, it's it's a it's an interesting. He's an interesting human for sure. Um, but yeah, well, Trev, congrats. Thanks, appreciate it, man. Get your shit done. Go for yeah. it. Be rooting for it. I'm gonna bet a bunch of money on you next year. Um, hammering, <laughs> hammering the top I'm thirty. Hammer TC next yeah. year. They already, they, they already got next year. On, on my no insider money. No insider trading going on here. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of insider trading going on with this podcast. <laughs> At least with Dan, not with you, but with Dan for sure. Not with Trevor, but with Dan. Yeah, Trevor I don't know if I said you the snap time, but in Utah, I said Danny Dime pick of the week. Trevor Cohen top ten. No sprinkle. Uh, first off, you did. I screenshotted it and I sent it to <laughs> all of my friends, all of them, every one of them. Not sure who can bet in the corn fairy tour, but good for that uh, book. On on like really sketchy like offshore books, you can't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, which we did and we won. So that was, great. <laughs> um, yeah. But anyways, Trevor, thank you so much for coming on. Really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. It. Just go get it. Go Appreciate get it. Guys. Yeah. Have a, Thanks, have a great, great week and a great start to the tour season out of the fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you guys. Trey and Rosie. Thanks brother. You too. Uh-huh.